Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to be talking about hunger. What should you do if you're feeling hungry throughout the day? Well, the short answer is you should eat. The long answer, I'm going to cover that in today's episode. Hey, hey team, welcome back to The Daily Dollop today. What a day. I'm excited for this episode talking about managing hunger and eating food. I love eating food. It's going to be a great session. But I'm Kate Freeman. For those of you who are joining the podcast for the first time today, I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. So for those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while, know you'll know that I'm a mum. I've got two kids They are 10 and 12. So we are in year six and year seven this year. And I just reckon that one of the best things about kids is just the funny things they do and say as they're growing up. Just so many good times of belly laughs with my husband just when the kids have said something or done something. It's so good. I wish that I had recorded all the funny things that they've said and done over the years so I could remember them because I actually find it quite difficult to remember a lot of the things they've done. But there's this one particular scenario that I've never forgotten, which I'm stoked about. And that was when my son was around two or three and he was in the shower and I was cooking dinner in the kitchen and my husband was supervising him. And so I hear Brad say, Carter, stop brushing your willy with your toothbrush. (laughs) So good. Because, you know, hey, it seems like a logical apparatus to do the necessary cleaning, um, except for the fact that it goes in his mouth. But do you know what I mean? I freaking love kids and I freaking love the things you end up saying to kids, that you just things you never thought you'd say. But on to today's show where I'm talking about experiencing hungry, 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 experiencing hunger, feeling hungry and what you should do about it. And it seems like a pretty ridiculous question because obviously, yeah, if you're feeling hungry, you should eat. Um, That's a very simple answer to that. Unfortunately, you know, due to diet culture and mixed messages around nutrition and being weight conscious, um, it's actually a really common question that I get asked about oh, I'm hungry, like what should I do? And so, of course, if you're weight conscious and worried about breaking your diet, you're going to feel quite stressed or unsure when you start to feel hungry because being hungry is quite difficult and it's a really strong physiological and psychological drive and it can be really challenging to manage, particularly if you're really busy or stressed and it's something that yeah, is a problem, particularly if you're being quite restrictive with your diet. So there are a number of scenarios that can go down when you're dieting to lose weight and you feel hungry. Scenario number one is that you think about your goals, you think about your overall food take intake, food intake for the day, you make a food choice, you eat it, and then you move on with your day. Scenario number two is that 
you just make a food choice, you eat it and you move on with your day. There's no real analysis of goals or anything like that. You just, you eat and move on. And the third scenario is that you make a food choice, you feel out of control, you eat it till you feel sick or continue to spiral out of control with restrictive behaviours or excessive exercise or further overeating and just feeling plain rubbish. So if your scenario number three or if this frequently happens to you, then this podcast is for you. I've got six key dietary strategies for helping you stay in control of your appetite. I will just add here that I'm not into restrictive dieting. I don't actually think that this is a long-term approach to healthy eating. And in fact, it often leaves people feeling more confused and stressed about their food. So all of the advice today is literally going to come from the perspective that if you want to manage a healthy weight long-term, and I'm talking for the rest of your life, like not the next 12 weeks of being on your gym challenge or whatever you're doing, I'm talking rest of your life, then these tips will help you stay in control of your appetite. So the first tip is including enough protein. So protein is a macronutrient along with carbohydrates and fats. It's involved in a number of different functions in the body. Eating a sufficient amount will help you stay better in control of your appetite because protein just takes longer to digest as well as slows down the rate of absorption of carbohydrates in that meal. So basically the meal is just being trickled out into your bloodstream, keeping your blood sugar levels stable over the hours after the meal, which is going to help with your appetite management you know, throughout the day. So including a really good source of protein at breakfast, like a couple of eggs or a good one cup or a full, to, you know, little Chobani tub of yogurt or a cup of milk, like a really decent serve of protein at your breakfast will help get you through the morning as well as a decent serve at lunch, maybe some tofu or some chickpeas or some chicken breast or tuna, etc. will help you get through the afternoon. So some filling tips along with those is, um, you know, I really love chicken tenderloins uh, for lunches. I cook them in the sandwich press. I know, mind blown to try it, seriously. It cooks them through both sides at the same time. Amazing. Another thing I super love for breakfast is ricotta on um, wholemeal raisin toast with a little drizzle of honey. Super, super yummy. All right. Tip number two for managing appetite is including enough fiber. So fiber is the indigestible or undigestible part of plant-based foods and is a key part of helping you feel full. So it's like the roughage part and, and fiber is sort of one type of carbohydrate, but it's such a complex carbohydrate that we can't actually break fiber down and release the energy from the bond. So it could just go straight through us. But while it's going through our gastrointestinal tract, it's binding to cholesterol and fats. It's binding to water. It's swelling a little bit. It's helping us feel full. It's slowing down gastric emptying and also the absorption of carbohydrates in our meal, again, is slowing down as it's going into the bloodstream. So fiber is a key part of weight management. It's also a key part of good gut health as well because 
the fiber that ends up in your large intestine can then get fermented and metabolized by the bacteria down there. They love that. So fibers found in plant foods and the more generally a food has been processed, the less fiber it has. And so if you think about wheat, we we can never eat whole wheat straight off the grass, like the plant it grows on whole. It needs a little bit, we grind it down. But if we keep the bran in, we've got whole wheat and we've got wholemeal bread and wholemeal pasta, right? But as we continue to refine the flour, we take the bran out, etc. we start removing the, the fiber as we process something. It's the same for things like fruit juice. Fruit as a whole food is rich in fiber, but as we start to, you know, just extract the juice out, we're removing the fiber. So generally whole, minimally processed foods are a better source of fiber than their processed counterparts. If you're not sure, you can check nutrition information labels for fiber, but it's found in vegetables, fruits, beans, lentils, chickpeas, whole grain or wholemeal products of cereal, bread, rice, pasta, um, and nuts and seeds. So a couple of filling tips at your meals is to include some high fiber carbohydrate rich foods at your meals rather than trying to cut them out. So, you know, adding in some wholemeal raisin toast is going to be much more filling and keep your blood sugar levels stable and give you some energy than maybe like cutting them out and then finding that you're really hungry later, particularly if you've got an active lifestyle. Or, you know, I frequently talk to people who get a 3 p.m. chocolate binge urge and they often are not including a high fiber carbohydrate in at their lunch. They're being highly restrictive, maybe just having some veggies, which is a little bit of fiber, but not quite enough. And, you know, measly tin of tuna and they're just hungry. So, you know, including some fiber at their meals will help them keep their appetite stable throughout the day. Now, non-starchy vegetables added in addition to meals is also a way that you can help feel full. Now, eating vegetables on their own is often not very filling and that's because they simply aren't energy dense enough to fuel us completely. Like if all you ate was non-starchy vegetables, so like your greens, broccoli and capsicum and beans and things like that, you would be pretty hungry because there's not enough energy in them to sustain us. So we do need to eat protein-rich foods and carbohydrate-rich foods and fat-rich foods to get some energy. But we want to pair them, those foods, with our veggies so that the, the vegetable volume is helping us fill up on a smaller amount of energy from those more energy-dense foods. Whenever you add a large garden salad, a couple or two of steamed greens, you know, a handful of snow peas or a serve of carrot sticks – What you're doing to that meal is you're one, increasing the amount of nutrients. Two, you're increasing the food volume. So you're taking up more space in your stomach. And three, you're not actually increasing the energy density of that meal. So particularly if weight management is your goal, including lots of non-starchy vegetables throughout your day will help you fill up on your meal and and not overconsume as well. Next tip is drinking plenty of water. There is some really good research around water and appetite, hydration and appetite. You know, it's thought that thirst and hunger, you know, are are similar to each other. And so sometimes we can feel hungry when we feel actually just thirsty and we're dehydrated. We do get hydrated from food because food contains fluid. And so it's, it's, quite natural that we would start to feel hungry when we might be dehydrated. 
Uh, there is a good study that shows that drinking 500 mils of water at a meal decreases overall energy intake of the participants. I'll link to that study in the show notes so you can have a look at that more. Next tip is to actually get your energy intake right. So look, if you're regularly getting to the point in your day with your diet where you're so hungry and that what you are eating just you can't stay consistent with and you're starting to get out of control, it's possible that you're just being too restrictive to begin with. And so, of course, if you're restricting your food in a way that's unsustainable, it's only natural that you're going to get hungry and want to eat everything that you can see. So if you want to be consistent long-term with your eating habits, you do need to think realistically about your energy intake. And I like to do this on a case-by-case basis rather than doing blanket calorie recommendations. And so I'd highly recommend booking in with myself or my team, doing a one-on-one session. And so we can actually fully individualize and tailor the energy intake to you for your goals in a realistic and sustainable way. Otherwise, you're just constantly chasing your tail and you're never making any process progress because you start off super restrictive, end up overeating, oh, feel bad, restrict again the next day, oh, starving, overeat. And it's just this vicious cycle. Now, the last thing with appetite management is stopping with the food rules. So in my experience, and I've been doing nutrition for 16 years now, so a pretty long time, I found that the more you restrict a food, the more you feel out of control when you're around that food. I also did an episode around food guilt last year, and it actually looks at research that shows that the more guilt that you feel around food, the less your perceived control is around that food. So basically, the more you make rules and restrict, etc., the less perceived control. So you feel like all you want to do is eat it. So you want to start to change your mindset around this stuff so that food's no longer controlling you. You're an adult. You can eat whatever you want. Start to make some food choices based on your goals, but also based on you know, eating for the rest of your life and and how you want that to look like. And so the first step you can do is start to remove unhelpful food rules. Stop telling yourself that you'll never eat junk food again or that chocolate is a bad food or that you'll never do blah, 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 right? True food freedom is about removing the rules, making a mindful choice, enjoying every mouthful, feeling 100% comfortable with that choice and then moving on with your day. Well, that's it for the show today. Practice these six tips around managing your appetite. No need to get stressed if you start to feel hungry. You've got this, mate. I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time, as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. 
Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, give me a review. Leave some five stars there. I would super love that. Share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time.